world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Maybe that's the ticket. Maybe that's it. I was listening to the intro there. I was doing some doobling, googling over here on the side. We want to share the gospel without any backbone to it. That's it, isn't it? Isn't Isn't that the heart of what we talk about basically here every day at Coach Dave Live? We want to share the gospel, a gospel without any backbone at all to it. It, it didn't, you know, in all my years of coaching, uh, every team I coached, I called coach baseball, football, basketball. I coached some wrestling, never coached track. But uh, we always made sure that our football team, our, coach, our basketball team, whatever it was, was open to anybody. Anybody could come and be on the team. Anybody could. But. Once you got on the team, there were expectations of you. You couldn't just wear your jersey to the store and go around and be smoking a cigarette as you're wearing the jersey. You couldn't put on the jersey and flunk all your classes. You couldn't put on your jersey and have your hair hanging down to your butt. You couldn't put on your jersey and walk around and get in fights. You couldn't put on your jersey. There were requirements that went along with putting that uniform on. But there are no requirements to be a Christian, are there? There are no requirements. Anybody can be one, and that's a good thing. Anybody can be one. But see, the problem occurs when after you be one, well, there's certain things you got to do. (laughs) You can't just wear the uniform wherever you want to. You can't can't go around and tell everybody you're a Christian, run around and uh, screw any girl you run into. You, you You can't call yourself a Christian, run around and, be shacking up. You can't call yourself a Christian. You can't do that, right? Rules and regulations. Anybody wants to come, come. You can come. Come on. Come on. But you got to leave those old ways behind. <laughs> Don't bring that stuff in here with me, right? Right? And I, I was thinking after yesterday's show, which I think really was really, really profound. I thought, praise the Lord. I got, by the way, thank you to all of you out there who uh, sent me uh, encouraging emails. Uh, because especially when, when we're going through, when we went through like a little bit of a restructuring that we went that we're going in the midst of going through, uh, first of all, boys and girls, that's that's what leaders are required to do. Whether you think I'm a good leader or a bad leader, that doesn't really have anything to do with it. It's Coach Dave alive, and I'm the leader. And uh, we all we all tend to fall into uh, patterns. We fall into uh, a comfort zone. We all whatever, right? And uh, the worst thing that can ever happen to any football team is to get what they call complacent. Think you think you think it's all good, and every once in a while needs a tw- you gotta have a tweak, man. Every once in a while I have a tweak, and we don't like that. We as human beings don't like tweak. We like comfort. We 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 swim towards comfort. We don't like we don't like waves. We don't like stormy water. We swim we swim to the comfort zone. We love to swim into the kiddie pool, and most of us, most Christians live in the kiddie pool. Somebody say amen. 
most Christians Amen. in their lives in, in the kiddie in the kiddie pool. And uh, that's all well and good, but it's the big ocean. It's the big pool where the sharks are swimming that are destroying everything. And it won't be long before that kiddie pool isn't very safe. I'm going to show you that here this morning. We're in a war. We're in a war. But the average person just, we don't get it. We really don't even understand what that means. Because why? Uh, We've enlisted in God's army. And it requires nothing of us. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Got to go to church on Sunday. Other than that, that's that's about it. <laughs> that's about all it takes. Being just uh, like I'm, I'm a vitamin B one. Just okay, I am one. When in fact we are uh, soldiers, uh, commissioned officers, commissioned uh, maybe not officers, we're commissioned soldiers, certainly in an army. Hmm? That's the great commission. Go the go ye therefore go and teach go go teach them to observe all of the commandments. In other words, once you become a Christian, you become a disciple. I'm going to get into that in a second. We're going to get into that. You become a disciple, and your job as a disciple is to disciple others. That's your job. And most of you, if you disciple your family, you're way ahead of the game because most people don't even do that. The schools disciple your children. Somebody, you have to say, "Amen." I see you out there. Schools disciple your children. Sunday school teacher disciples your children. Youth group leader disciples your children. Yeah, it's good. I just don't get mad. I'm just telling you, just telling you the truth. And then all of a sudden, your kid's 16 years old. And you think, what the hell happened? Why is he acting like that? I'm going to show you why. And uh, it's subtle because remember this: the enemy's a liar and the father of lies. No, I, I did forget. Joe Silver, dear Joe Silver, had a stroke last night, folks. Our dear buddy with a deep, booming voice. He's in the hospital, and uh, they're, they're treating him. I don't know. The, his daughter texted me. I don't know the degree of it, but let's, let's just continue to pray for Joe. I, meant, I didn't mean to skip that. Sorry, Silver. You're in our, you, we've been praying for Joe before the show here. So those of you out there all day, just continue to lift up Joe. <clears throat> but uh, again, let me, let me double back. Stream of consciousness. See, this is why, this is why we had to make some changes, because I don't want to I don't have to change the flow of the show midstream. Right. So I, I came across uh, our local school, local school, where I live, local school, local, L-O-C-A-L, where I pay my tax. By the way, I, my wife uh, uh, got a hold of the local, local school board president yesterday, sent her an email on the same day that, my, believe it or not, our tax bill shows up in the mail. Our property tax bill shows up in the mail. And I look down at that thing. And I'm paying $2,400 a year to the schools to teach my kids, my grandkids, my neighbor's kids, things I don't even agree with. Um, it's unbelievable, right? And so uh, we found out it's big news here. here well, going to become big news. Here locally, uh, the something of TikTok. Pull that up there, Spencer. Do you know which one it is? I want you guys to see this. I'm heading somewhere. Stay with me. <clears throat> the uh, What's the name of that group? Doesn't matter. This, the libs of TikTok. They have like 1.5 million, fo- million followers. On, I don't even know anything about it. My son sent this to me. I stay right there, Spence, because you'd have to go on, uh, on tw- is that Twitter? You have to go on Twitter to really see it, but I'm trying to give you the overview here, okay? So here down to bottom, this was the... On, on the real Twitter feed, okay, I'm, I'm not even really that familiar with Twitter. I'm, I'm there. <clears throat> it has the lib from TikTok emblem, and then this written at the bottom. See what it says? Uh, there it is. Thank you. There it is. There it is. 
This is from a school in Hebron, Ohio. What? What? Students were asked to give their preferred names and pronouns and which ones can be used for parents. A student can be identifying as trans or binary, and they won't tell the parents. That's a little old. That's here. That's what. That's my. There's my tax bill, and I got. I got that in the mail. My tax bill at the same time. So what the hell? And they showed the questionnaire that was filled out, and it says, uh, "What name shall I call you?" This is from the teacher. What name shall I call you? And what name should I call you around your parents? So I dug a little deeper. I'm going somewhere. Stay there. So I dug a little deeper. Got a hold of one of the board members. So is this true? This true? This really happened here in little Hebron Lakewood? Yeah, it's true. But it was six or seven months ago. Oh, yeah, six or seven months ago. Did uh, did we notify the community that this was that our our teachers our teachers are telling their uh, students to ignore their parents, keep secret? Did uh, was this announced to the entire community that our tax dollars are being used to train uh, students to hold secrets from their parents? Did you make this public? Well, no, no, we didn't. Uh, it was handled <coughs> in-house. <laughs> yeah, handled in-house. So I said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you mean the superintendent of schools knew this happened? And this, this person still has a job? What? Band director? Boom. So wait, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean the principal knew this happened? That our schools, our schools are teaching students to keep secrets from their parents? The schools are doing that and the principal knew it and the principal still has his job? See, here's the problem. I'm talking to you guys right now. You're not even mad. Boom. You're not even mad. Oh, don't pay any attention to your mom and dad. Huh? You want to cut off your dinger out? Meet with between you and I. We'll keep your parents out of it. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'll, I'll take you to a doctor that'll cut off your dinger for you. Yeah, I'll do that. And I'll tell you what else. I'll get you in a group of others who are mentally confused like that. We won't, we won't tell you. Do you understand how insidious this is? Do you understand how enraged we all should be? And do you, do you understand how little people care? <clears throat> hey, Spencer, pull up uh, number four. <clears throat> Sit back and swallow this, my friends. I wish this was a lie. Go ahead. As we celebrate pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's still work to be done. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. It's funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco, warn about San Francisco. 
Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. At first I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but I see now why you'd have a problem with that. Just like you worried, they'll change their group of friends. You won't approve of where they go at night to protest. But when you'll be disgusted, when they start finding things online that you've kept far from their sight, like information, guess what? You'll still be alright. We'll convert your children, yes we will. Reaching one and all, there's really no escaping it. Cause even grandma likes RuPaul. And the world's getting kinder. Gen Z's gayer than grinder. Learn to love, learn to vogue, face your fate. We'll convert your children. Someone's gotta teach them not to hate. Make an ally of you yet. <clears throat> allies, allies, allies. See, that's what's going on, friends. That's that's the real story that's going on behind the scenes. That whether you know it or not, I'm going to show you some stuff. I, I, listen, I'm so, I'm I just got to give you the truth, okay? If if you if you think that young girls. 23, 24, 25, 26 years old, coming out of college, haven't been converted into allies and then secretly teaching it to your children. I don't even know what to tell you. 
that the girls, the young girls in particular, and boys, those people that you just saw on the screen are infiltrating the teaching profession because they are after your children. Somebody say amen. You think I you think amen. I'm crazy? Huh? You think I'm crazy? And we talk about critical race theory and all this stuff. Look, look, it don't have to be open teaching it. It don't have to be in the curriculum. The teachers teaching it. The teachers teaching it. Hang on, hang on. Pull up for me. Uh, Oh, you'll love this one. Pull up number one. Pull up number one. Produced for us by Planned Parenthood, of course, with your tax dollars and put into the put into the curriculum in America's public condom sense. Go ahead. So you found the right partner and you two have decided to have sex. You've got some mood music, sexy lighting, and of course, condoms. You probably think you know everything about those. So it seems like you're both ready to go. Well, almost. Did you know that condoms are your only contraceptive option that can help prevent both unintended pregnancy and STIs and are 98% effective when used consistently and correctly? Let's make sure you know how to use that condom the right way. Condoms are easy to use, but mistakes are sometimes made. So let's review some of the mistakes and learn how to prevent them. The most basic mistake you can make is, of course, not using a condom at all. Always use a condom during sex. Never use a sharp object to open a condom. Do not use teeth, scissors, or anything that can damage the condom. When putting on your condom, make sure it isn't on inside out. To put a condom on, place it on the head of the erect penis, making sure the rolled up ring is on the outside and the tip is up. Squeeze the tip gently and hold it while you unroll the condom all the way to the base of the erect penis. If the condom doesn't unroll, it may be on backwards, damaged, or too old. Throw it away and start over with a new condom. A condom works best during sex when you're actually wearing it. So put it on before you start and keep it on the entire time. Keep your condom on until you ejaculate. Immediately after ejaculation, hold the condom in place and withdraw the penis while it is still erect. Dispose of the used condom by wrapping it in tissue and throwing it in the trash. Make sure to wash up after you're done. Now, condoms are strong and durable, but there are some common sense things you just shouldn't do to them. Make sure your condoms don't get exposed to heat or related damage. Keep them in a cool, dry place, like a drawer. Condoms have an expiration date, usually three to five years from the date of manufacture. Always check the package to make sure your condom has not passed the expiration date. There are many kinds of condoms you can choose from. Some have unique shapes, ribbing, nubs, all designed to enhance the experience. The majority of latex condoms are lubricated, and some have lubes designed to heighten the experience. However, you may choose to add your own lube. If you do, never use an oil-based lubricant. If using additional lubricant, use one that is water or silicone-based. Now you know how to use a condom the right way, and that they're easy to use, they work, and can even add to the experience. Using condoms consistently and correctly is the best protection against both unintended pregnancy and STIs. So use one every time. Brought to you by Trojan Sex Health Advisory Commission, huh? Trojancondoms.com. You see, did that make you a little bit uncomfortable watching that? Huh? Sorry, I played it. Your seventh grader is watching it. Your eighth grader. So, no, coach, they're not doing it. Oh, oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
Yes, they are. <laughs> we'll recruit your children. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But coach, it's not in the curriculum, really. <laughs> really. Suddenly, hey. finally, and you listen, will listen never know listen. that. Hey, I'm going to confess right now. I secretly snuck Christianity into my teaching. It wasn't in the curriculum. Boom! I snuck, I snuck it in there. They didn't even, the office didn't know it. Nobody knew it. I was actually teaching the kids Christian. I was indoctrinating those kids in the Christian principles. Wasn't in the curriculum. Oh, yeah, I'm not done yet. Hang on. Hang on. Hey, you, you, we better wake the hell up. We better wake the hell up. Go to, say, because you swore. Well, see, there you go. You're more worried about me saying hell than the fact that they're teaching your kids how to have sex in school. You got, you got your priorities screwed up. If your ears go, ooh, when I say that, and you don't give a damn about the little kid next door learning to masturbate from another man, and you're not concerned about that, you got your priorities screwed up, sister. Okay. Go to School Liars. This is locally right here, right here in Columbus, Ohio. Groveport High School. My buddy, good, my good buddy Norm Emmett, big old Norm. Norm coaches, teaches Groveport High School. The other school, Upper Arlington. Upper Arlington, the top shelf. They cop these, put it at 1.5. They cop these damn liars, these People in charge on hidden camera saying, oh, yeah, we get it in there anyway. Oh, yeah, we don't. Watch. Watch for yourself. Go ahead. There's more than one way to get a cat. We trick them, you know. (laughs) Critical race theory. Critical race theory. Critical race theory. And some Ohio lawmakers want to ban what is known as critical race theory from being taught in K-12 schools. Ohio parents are worried about what their children are being taught, and they are right to be worried. An in-depth accuracy and media investigation revealed public school administrators who are determined to advance the principles of critical race theory, even if it becomes illegal. And some of the worst things we captured were right in the capital city, Columbus. All I can think of when I think of that house bill is my southern parents always raising us on these little funky phrases that I never understood. <laughs> and one of them was, there's more than one way to get a Freeze it. <laughs> so whether you... Freeze it. Matthew L. Boaz, Executive Director of DEI. That's uh, uh, everything, uh, everything deviant at Upper Arlington High School, one of the most exclusive schools in all of Central Ohio. Matthew L. Boaz, Executive Director, telling us how they lie. Go ahead. You can pass a bill that you can't mm-hmm. teach CRT in a classroom, but if you didn't cover programming... Mm-hmm. Or you didn't cover extracurricular activities or yeah. something like that. That message might still get out. Mm-hmm. Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh, I love that. Oops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There would be a way. We kept getting these emails. Uh, Do you have critical race theory in your curriculum, which is what the talking point was from a certain news channel. <laughs> so we got to the point where first we're going to ask you, what do you mean by critical race theory? Do you think we're teaching higher education, grad school stuff to your second grade? And then the second thing is, no, we don't have that in our curriculum. You didn't ask about the conversations in the hallway. You didn't ask about, which we don't have those anyway. But the point is, we're going to answer your question. No, we're in our curriculum. Does critical race theory exist? And if, well, well, I kind of want to know that y'all are having some conversation around, like the tenets of it, like diversity, inclusion, social justice. Those conversations right. are happening, <laughs> absolutely. But, right but you know, and when okay. people ask us questions, we answer their question. But yes, we absolutely have those conversations going on. Is there a parent saying that privilege is a controversial topic? Probably, but don't get me wrong. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. That will probably get discussed in seventeen classrooms before somebody actually brings it in here, and then we'll deal with it. Hang on there, huh? Being paid huh? Your- 
He said that issue will probably be discussed in 17 different classrooms before somebody ever realizes it. In other words, they don't care. They're going to shove it down their throat. And then when they get caught, they're going to say, oh, sorry. (laughs) Whoops. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, you pray before a football game, you'll lose your job, dude. Go ahead. Your tax dollars to deceive you. These public school administrators are devoted to promoting social justice in classrooms. They are devoted to teaching your children that America is systemically racist, that capitalism is inherently racist. And when parents speak out against these things, they're often accused of being dramatic or engaging in a slippery slope fallacy. But this equity officer made it incredibly clear that the fears of these parents are completely justified. They're not going to be supportive if I lay out everything we're going to do. But if I talk to them about doing this one thing in the name of supporting students, they probably won't have an issue with this one thing. And by the time we get that thing established, if I start talking to them about this one other thing, they don't realize that was two things. They just realize that we're moving from where we are to where we're going. But we're not going here because that would be liberal. (laughs) That would be a little crazy. But we can go. And then in five years. Yeah, five years you look back and like, what the hell happened? Another Columbus administrative staffer. In five years you'll look back and say, what the hell happened? As they progressively move forward. Keep going. Because the girl from Groveport, Norm's about, to, oh, there she is. Here's this young chick from, remember, folks, remember, these 24, 25, 26, 27-year-old ladies probably don't even have children. Hey, Bobby Lee, they probably slept with everything they could have in school. I'm just telling you the truth. And now they're in the classroom pushing their morality on your child. You get this? Do you understand this? Go ahead and play us. <laughs> You know, they uh, they don't fully understand. Um, so no, you know, no, parents don't we, understand. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I'm just, so it's a similar situation. So if we have a certain content that we want to share yeah. with students um, and they see one word in the language, it's like, oh, no, we can't do that. Well, let's look at it from a different you know viewpoint. And then it's changed. They're OK, you know, you know they can close the door and mm-hmm. teach what's right. And mm-hmm. I would presume and hope, I don't know, that an attitude would be similar here if mm-hmm. stupid laws got passed. I don't know. It's hard to predict. Yeah, it's hard to predict that. But we would find parameters. For Freeze that. Absolutely. That's right. Ohio Freeze has that. Go back. Who was that? Who was that? That was Melissa. What's her title? Melissa Klosterman Lando. That always scares me. That always scares me. Sorry. Hyphenated names and women always scare me. She's director of human resources at Bexley. Hey, Norm, Bexley, go. We would find parameters for which we could. Absolutely. That's right. Ohio hasn't banned the principles of critical race theory from being taught in public schools. But as plenty of administrators told us, they would happily circumvent any such law. One common tactic is to use social and emotional learning. SEL is often a Trojan horse for critical race theory. And as one administrator told us, they're even using COVID bailout money to pay for it. They're taking funds that were dedicated to reopening schools safely during a pandemic and instead spending it on indoctrination. Are you guys able to do social and emotional learning here or do the parents? We do. We do focus a lot of, um, so with um, the federal funds that got awarded for, we call them ASR funds, but federal funds that got awarded for the pandemic, um, we put a social worker and a guidance counselor in every single building. Cool. Um, and we incorporated a lot of materials that were um, focused on the social, emotional well-being, self-regulating, you know, yes. levels and things like that. And I feel like that's a good way to get diversity, equity, inclusion into classes yeah. that might not normally yes. be in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another Trojan horse for critical hey, race. Hang on, hang on. I don't know if that girl slept around. I don't know if she did. That was a generalization. All right. She could be the most pure. She could be the most pure liberal Christian you've ever seen in your life. I don't know. She could think teaching children how to masturbate was the Christian thing to do. She could. She could have. She could have been. She could be. So I take that back. She could think that spreading sex around with everybody is the loving thing to do. I could be wrong. My, my, my values could be wrong. So I apologize if I 
in any way, shape, or form mischaracterize that beautiful young woman who's trying to indoctrinate my children into things that I don't even believe in as I pay her salary. Go ahead. The classroom news service called Newzella. We've found Newzella in countless districts throughout the country. And as we've mentioned previously, they're partners with the far left Southern Poverty Law Center, revisionist historian Howard Zinn, and the debunked New York Times 1619 project. So we use Newzella in a couple of different capacities. So we use it for not only some of our like core Hang content, on a minute. Hang on. Freeze. She's administrative assistant. Hillary Statton, administrative assistant, Groveport, Madison. There you go, Coachy. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, but nice. um, we use it as a supplement for language arts also. In Ohio, just like we saw with our investigations in Iowa, Idaho, and Tennessee, parents are playing an endless game of whack-a-mole with public education. If you ban critical race theory principles, they call it something else. If you ban the 1619 Project, they bring in the same content under the guise of New Zealand. Parents want to believe in public education. They want to trust their child's educators. But I'm sorry to say, public education has broken that trust. The only solution to this is Arizona-style school choice, where public education dollars follow the child. In the words of Corey DeAngelis, we should fund students, not systems. Please, take action. Click on the link below this video to send a message demanding school choice right now. Then, share this video with any parent. <clears throat> okay, Spence. Like to make Spencer, sure that- go, Spencer, one more thing I'm going to open up here in a second. Spencer, go to uh, uh, an uh, announcement calling all potential school board members. JR. Westerville, Westerville, Ohio. Pull up there. We're finally getting smart. Spencer's working on it. Yes, you do. I think you do. Maybe. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. Westerville Tea Party announcement. Can you make this bigger? Westerville. What is it? JR, are you watching? We're looking for good people that are interested to run for our local school boards in Franklin County, Delaware County, Union County, and Licking County. If you know someone that is outside these counties in Central Ohio, that will work as well. Now we can offer PAC money to run a campaign, and we can also offer at least two professionally done school board training courses before you are elected. Persons must not be supporting DEI, woke culture, grooming, and sexual exploitation of our children via education. Please have them contact me to discuss this meetup. There it is. Put that meetup in the put that in the chat for people. If you're interested in running for a school board, why wouldn't you be? Interested in running for school board, they're having a meeting about it. Okay, one more thing. Let's see. I think I got I'm Hey friends. We're in a war. It's not just a war of words. While we, while we chuck and jive and parse and piddle with uh, words and not this word, not, not, uh, we're not doing that. We're not really doing that. We let them hide behind that crap. Those, can I tell you something? I was in public education. Young women in particular go into public education to indoctrinate children. There I said it. Oh, they call it education. But if you, if, if you think that a teacher can stand before you and not impart his or her values to you, then you don't understand education. All education is indoctrination. All of it is. And the colleges have indoctrinated children into woke, critical things. They've indoctrinated them into all of them. So the teachers had this idea that they want to save America and save children and save society and teach everybody to do the right thing according to what they think the right thing is, is, and they will sneak it in no matter what the curriculum says. Unless you pray. If you pray, 
they be coming after you because they don't like the competition. Hey, this is some pretty good stuff here. Some pretty, I got I got more. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to open it up. And to, for us to understand, first of all, the seriousness of the fight that we're in, we don't, we don't, oh, should I, should I show that one? Go back to that one, Spence. I'm sorry. Huh? Just play, just play the first minute of this. Just play the first minute. This is, this is a uh, Veritas. Just play the first minute of this thing. Right? Don't say the words of the race and it's amazing how you've gotten the schools to purchase a curriculum. And they don't even know what's I always have a good salesman, but I'm also an evil salesman. Like, so bad. So the, the public schools have the state funding, right? They do. So the state is basically paying for your curriculum without knowing what's in it. Does your your curriculum have curriculum race theory in it? Yep. And the government doesn't know. And they, they have no clue. And I'm like... In order to make sure it's under the radar, how do you think? It's a DEI work. Schools in Georgia have your curriculum? Two. Two districts, actually. Two so, districts? Blue County um, and then Cobb County. Wait, your curriculum that is in the schools here in Georgia is just kindergarten? It's just it's one of his kindergarten, yeah. That's so cool. So you need your CRT stuff. Teaching in kindergarten. It's so cool. It's like, he's like, such an idiot. Like, his wife has a lot of stuff in education here. He's a former teacher. What do you think she would do if she found out? Oh, I would get nailed. What about these parents who might push back after game? Who cares? Not part of the system. I can't lose my. I'm not gonna lose my job, girl. Worst is gonna happen. Y'all gonna be upset, and I shared some knowledge. That's the worst is gonna happen. Okay, there it is. <laughs> worst thing's gonna happen. So a teacher here locally tells kids, if you're transgender, let me know, and I won't let mommy and daddy know. How wicked is that? Angie. Man, you've hit a whole lot today. I'm going to tell you what, if you are not double thinking about why you keep sending kids into this system, if you have any amount of financial wherewithal or any amount of consideration at all, you'll pull these kids out. Because I, and I had enough Holy Spirit guidance 20 some years ago that I, I didn't put my kids in the system um, to start out, we homeschooled for, I still homeschooling, but um, I look at these things, you know, when you played this whole, you know, how to put out a condom thing, listen, we're teaching these things to kids who can't even get their socks up off the floor, right? They, they can't even get their laundry up off the floor. And it just reminds me of these things. You're going to indoctrinate them into the way your family does things, or they're going to indoctrinate your kids in how the society wants them to do it. Amen. That's and it, it just That's... reminds me. It reminds me of Deuteronomy 6, right? We're talking about Deuteronomy 6, 6. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your heart. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Your, they want, you know, God expects us to indoctrinate our children into his way and into his word. And there's not enough of that happening in the houses. And they're sure going to be getting something like that, not like that at school. They're going to be getting whatever it is. The schools are going to be teaching ICRT or DEL or ESL. All of those things are going to be teaching them. And it's just, you know, get your kids out. Stop funding this. That's the other big caveat. You were so Angie, so. So here's what I'm thinking about doing, Angie. I really am. I'm going to get some yeah. legal advice on this. Uh, I got my tax bill. It's shown I got it, right? I think I'm going to put my tax bill in escrow, and then I'm going to sue. 
I, I, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I'll say one thing. That's an awesome thing. I'll keep, tra- I'll keep track and join you on that one because I'm telling you the, the crap they're teaching. This is even down here in Logan Hockey. They're indoctrinating these kids. It's these side conversations, these everyday casual conversations that they're having with these kids that may have nothing to do with the curriculum. And why would you send your kid in if they're going to continue to have this kind of, you know, these, these subtle conversations, these subtle side conversations that are pushing this agenda. But I, you know, one other thing, if you, if, if when your uh, school comes back at you wanting another bond or another levy, renewed levies, et cetera, et cetera, you actively campaign against that and stop funding it. Because amen, you, amen. You cut the head off of the beast when you stop funding it. And I, and okay, I, Angie. So, so listen, let's go, let's go to my situation here in Lakewood. Let's go. To my situation here, uh, the principal dealt with it. What? Let, let me ask you something. If a teacher publicly lied to the principal about an issue, would they look the other way? Would they look the other way? Yep. No. But if, hey, they can lie to the parents. It's okay to lie to the parents. But don't you lie to the president, uh, the uh, school board president. Don't lie to him. Don't lie to the principal. Principal says, hey, it's okay. Listen, shh, 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 shh. It's just between me and you. Don't send that out anymore, all right? Right. Shh, shh. Right. Mike, Mike McKee, come on in, Mike. Hey, tell me your story, not your life story. Go ahead, wait, go ahead. Hey, Coach, a uh, couple things here. Uh, the uh, lady who started uh, Lives of TikTok was on Tucker Carlson. Her name is Shia Rashik. She's exposing all the a lot of these uh, teachers that are doing yes. this. It's everywhere. Also, I've also watched uh, two hours of the Jason Whitlock show last night, and the Navy SEAL Kaplan had a very profound understanding of things. This is a spiritual war. <laughs> yep, sure is. Amen. Wake up, 508 Bobby Lee. Revelation 25. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm here, Coach. Yeah, yeah. So my phrase uh, is: Listen, it's not you raising your kids. It's straight in private agencies. These teachers that were just in college last year are, are butt naked on every college spring break, behaving however they chose on every college campus in frat houses and sorority houses. Now they're teaching your kids what's moral. <laughs> They're teaching your kids. They're they're modeling it for it now, right? Now, now yeah. Oh my good. Oh my good. Hey, hang on real quick. I I don't know if you can find it, uh, Spence. I sent it to you. It says Christian schools too. Christian schools too. See if you can pull that up. I don't know if uh, the format I sent. What's that? Yeah, I figured you. I figured you probably wouldn't be able to. Hang on a second, because I can. All right. Uh, let me find it here. This is sent to me by one of our faithful, loving. Listeners, viewers, so I'm, I'm going to show you this, and then I'm going to read it to you, okay? You can't see it. It's, it's a little, well, because of the green screen screws everything up, all right? It's a cartoon from a Christian school, from a Christian school. It says this, uh, Mom, Mom, I really need some quarters. Mom says, I don't have my, uh, my purse on me. Go ask your other mother. Other mother, yeah. So it goes over, can you believe the attitude? She doesn't get it from me. I can tell you that much. Moms goes to the other mother. Oh, wow. anyway, it's it's freaking everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Myra, go. Yes, coach. In regard to 
the indoctrination of our children, Job 18, 16 through 18. His roots shall be dried up beneath, and above shall his branch be cut off. His remembrance shall perish from the earth, and he shall have no name in the street. He shall be driven from light into darkness and chased out of the world. Hallelujah. By the way, we're supposed to chase them out of the world, not love them into the kingdom. Chase them out of the world, then love them into the kingdom. But don't try to love them into the kingdom as they're eating your grandkids. Revelation 2015. Is that Jerry? Is that West? Who is that? Come on in. That's what, That's what I thought, Wes. Go ahead. I just want to say amen and amen. It's time to put the fear of God into these people. It's time to bang some pans and make some noise like Gideon's amen. army. Amen. Amen. By the way, you guys know this, don't you? This is amen. the same school. This is the same school district that didn't hire me because I was anti-homo. You know, did you know that? Did you guys connect those two dots? Did you connect those two dots? Hmm? They didn't call me in a room, ask me to tone it down. No, 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 no. Uh, hey, they went for my head. Come on, Joanne. Yes, I just wanted to let you know, my granddaughter did her first year of college for teaching. She quit because of what, <laughs> because of what she found out that they wanted her to do as a teacher. Yes, ma'am. It's indoctrinations now, uh, with your tax dollars, by the way. Hey, by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach your little boy to be a homosexual, and uh, you'll pay me to do it. Thank you. Yeah, you'll pay me to do it. Oh, they won't know I'm doing it. No, 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 no. No, I'll sneak it in. I'll sneak it in in private conversations. I'll weave it into the curriculum. Nobody will ever know it. Huh? No, no. We'll recruit your children. George. Thank you, Coach. First of all, I'm going to be sick. Second of all, I need everything in the chat. I need it in the chat. I have a problem. I need prayer. First, Holy Father, dear Lord, please help us. Dear Lord, in Jesus' name, help us. Here's the problem. Here's the situation. Yesterday, I, let me, let me start. I texted, uh, I had lunch with, I, first I saw what happened in Hilliard City Schools. So I texted uh, my dad's building manager, who happened to be there. My mom and I had lunch. I said this. I said, check out Channel 4, Hilliard City Schools being sued for having intimate sexual conversations with students. Forgive me, my heart's beating fast. My voice is shaking right now. Just just on TV, it'll be on at 6 o'clock news. So I texted it to my sister, too. By the way, my sister's daughter is marrying another woman so i said this uh I, she says this to me are you talking about gay couples that story i hope to god for your sake you're not going there i said no i'm not i said just watch it finally people need to stand against the ungodly behavior that's going on in our society i see i said read your bible the gate is narrow therefore my dad wherefore i mean my dad calls me up and says, basically, I'm out of the family now. If I don't, <laughs> I have to take him to the airport today. I need everything in the chat. I need Luke twelve twelve. Let me let the Holy Spirit talk and not me. I speak foolishly every time I open my mouth. I need help. I need prayer. 
I'm, I, I'm, I don't even know what to say here. Hey, George, I'll say but, this. Listen, listen, hey, listen, George. Yeah. <clears throat> don't pick a fight you can't win. Their what eyes, their eyes are not open. I have to take they, him to the airport. He's going to knock yeah. me out of the family this morning. I have to address this with him. He said, you better think about what you're going to say to me. I have to drive him in the car for an hour almost here. And so what will I do? What? Uh, the, the Holy Spirit will give you the words in that same hour, George. That's all. That's Amen. All I can tell you. Amen. Huh? Huh? Hey, listen. Hey, George, Bible says the father's going to be against the daughter, the daughter against the father. Dude, you're, you're living it out. You're living it. Hey, you can be in our family. You can be in our family. Go ahead, Alan. Come on in. Coach, this thing's so big that the king of the universe warned us over 2,000 years ago that it was coming. When he gave the two warnings to the church in Luke 17, that was the second warning, and he said, that warning you're going to see encompass the whole earth right before I return. And that's what we're fighting. It's huge, and there's not enough people that their eyes are open. George, I feel you, brother. Look, I, on my birthday was the other day. I had one blood, rel- one blood relative that was a distant aunt that gave me a happy birthday with a text. And that was it. None of my children, no grandchildren, my dad, nobody, nobody. Look, when you make a stand for the, for the cross, Jesus said, count the cost. Count the cost. Because daily we're going to have to live this thing, be an example. And we're going to have family in our own household want to slit our throat for our walk and our conviction. Allies, Alan. Allies. Amen. They're Amen. after allies. Hey, Spencer, earn your money real quick and Google what percent of America is gay. And then what percent of trend of America is transgender? See if you can find those numbers for us. And then you ask yourself why they're controlling it, everything. They're controlling it. Oh, yeah. American self-identification as lesbian, gay, bisexual, tranny, or something other than heterosexual. It used to be 3% in 2012, and now it's 7.1%, which still ain't very many, is it? Seven cents out of a dollar? Seven cents out of a dollar? Running the freaking curriculum in the schools? Are you kidding me? And isn't it amazing that forever and ever and ever, it was 3.5%. And now that they're promoting it, well... Funny how that happens. What if we promoted Jesus? I wonder what the numbers would look like. It's a war, see, friends. It's a war. Roger, come on in. Dave, you know, 30 years ago, parents would say things like this. Well, that's kind of a country school out in the rural America. <laughs> Lakewood. <laughs> that's going to be, that'll be okay. That... It's the colleges who are training these kids who are then going to the rural counties and taking all that crap in. Amen. Amen. Dave, Amen. I, I, I don't know where the Q position is or yours, but I'm firmly entrenched get those kids out of government schools. And I'm kind of fully entrenched that the schools are lost. Your thoughts. Are the schools lost? Yes. They're irredeemable. They're irredeemable because Christ is not at the center of them. Now, there's a couple things we have to... Hey, Michelle, if you're listening, see if you can find our tax bill. Bring it down here to me. They're irredeemable. They're irredeemable. If If the churches and the pastors would get off their ass, every church... In uh, we could form a Christian school, a solid Christian school in every town. But you know why they won't do that? Let me tell you why. Because I've talked to them about it. And you know what they say? 
Oh, yeah. We don't agree with their doctrine. We don't agree with their doctrine. We can't have a Christian school together with them. We don't agree with their doctrine. Well, hell, you know what the doctrine is in the public schools? And you send your kids there. Boom. Boom, Denny. Amen. Huh? Do you, Roger? Amen. You live in Canal Winchester, wherever the heck you live, Pickerington. There are not enough Christians in there to fund a, and run a Christian school. If the damn government gave you your tax dollars to educate your children the way you wanted to, they'd be standing in line to get in. The pastors won't get involved because, uh, oh, they have the best band. And by the way, they invite the pastor in to pray before football games. He gets to come in the locker room and pray. And their daughter's in the choir. They have the best God help us. God help us. Keith, come on in. Out of the family, out of the fire, and I'm living it. Out of the family, out of the fire, what? And I'm living it. You're living it. Here, here it is. Thank, thank you. Here, here, here's my, hang, hang on. I don't know if you guys, it came in the mail yesterday. Tax bill. In the tax bill. There it is. You can't see it because of the green screen. You want to know something? Uh, let's see, uh, Coach Dave. Uh, your your tax bill, Coach Dave, for half of the year. Uh, the full year is thirty five hundred dollars. Full year thirty five hundred dollars. I got to pay the school. I got to pay. I got to pay three hundred dollars a month to the school. Um, oh, Dave. Here's how it is. Uh, by the way, Dave, of that uh, of that money that you pay, sixty four point seven percent of it goes to the schools. Uh, Dave, uh, uh, Coach Dave, uh, uh, $2,264.57 goes to the schools. So we can teach your kids stuff you don't believe. It's right there. Oh, $280 goes to the fire department. Uh, oh, $179 goes to the vocational school. Like they couldn't fund it out of the rest. No, no, they have to have their own fund for vocational school, where they teach the same crap, by the way. Uh, development disability, 165 bucks. Roads, I pay $128 for the roads for the year, $128 for the roads, and $2,200 for the schools. <laughs> oh my god, they know what they're doing. Huh? Well, senior citizens, they get 71.81 per head. Library gets 53 bucks. Mental health gets 53, and the parks get 26 bucks. Schools get 65%. Of my property tax. Appropriations. Come on, wait, oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's just a that's just a disc property. I didn't have that one up there. That that uh, sky high. What did they get at sky high? Let me see here. Uh uh sky, sky high. Uh wait, oh, I only pay three thousand a year to the schools to sky high. That's all. Unbelievable. Jeff Klein, come on in. Pastor Neil talked about this the other night. He told people in the garage, he said, it's everywhere. Every aspect of our culture, it's everywhere. So I watched a little video. He's posting a lot right now. He posted one. He was going into a Panera yesterday. And he talked about the God of Pan and the era. And then he said, look on their sign, 666 at the bottom of their sign. He said, it's an occult. So he was going in one yesterday, I think it was. But it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Laura, Laura Ann, come in. Then Jean. Um, thank you so much. Um, there's, thank you for bringing this up because they've been doing this for such a long time. My daughter, when she was in high school, 
she told on two girls that were having sex in the locker room. And she was the one who was reprimanded. And I had to tell the coach, I told Coach Corral that if he didn't do something about these kids um, and their hormones, that the, that the, I told him personally, I said the change in this conversation, the tide's going to change. And, and she got pulled out of that gym class and they put her in another gym class because, because I was a conservative, yeah. um, you know, and I said, I don't care if I'm conservative or if I'm, I'm a unicorn that spits out glitter. It doesn't matter. These kids can't be having sex in the locker room. And then they threatened to beat her up for telling. And when she has, and she has um, Asperger's and one of the statistics <laughs> that the, the recent census just post that has posted that 81% of American families are single mom families. And that's why all these, a lot of these families are going to government schools because the dads aren't involved and the, they have no backup. And then when you're going into an IEP meeting or a school into a school board meeting, they pigeonhole you and they eat you up and spit you out. And everyone, hang on, got to move on here, Laura. Every one of those churches is empty all week long. Every church on every street corner is empty five days a week. And our kids are still going to public school. I, I'm sorry, Lou, I didn't, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't mean to. Gene, come on in. Yeah, I just want you to look at that tax bill, Coach. Does it really have a dollar sign or does it say dollars? In Oklahoma, there's no, no dollars. Do, no, doesn't say so dollars. It's just uh, just a number. What do they want you to pay it with then? You assume that it's dollars. Wow, Gene, don't get me going there. Uh, no dollar they, sign. No they, dollar they, sign anywhere. No dollar they, sign anywhere on this sheet. Not one dollar sign anywhere. Because you can't wow. pay a debt with a debt, and they know wow. that. Wow, wow, wow. Ah, let's see. Joe Allen and Clay. Here's another thing about taxes, Coach. You can join your properties and turn it to a farm subsidy and lower your taxes for your son-in-law, you, and Sky High. You got to mm-hmm. turn it into agriculture. Grow some how corn. About, how, how about I to turn it off uh, as, as a church? That'd be better, wouldn't it? Yep. That'd be better. Huh? Turn it off church. That'd piss them off. Clay. Well, that saying, uh, what would Jesus do? I think we need to have some people asking, what would John Wayne do if <laughs> if if his kids was up in these schools and they had a male teacher teaching your kids about sex? You know, imagine what John Wayne would do. Maybe that's uh-huh. what we need to be doing. Amen. What would John oh. the Baptist do, right? Huh? Uh, would Jesus take him into public schools? Huh? Would he? Alan. Coach, can you read Proverbs chapter 13, verse 19? I probably can. Short, short verse, especially the second part of that verse. This hits what we're all talking about right here. It, it knocks it out of the park. 13, 19? Yes, sir. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Wicked messenger failed. This is 17. I always start a little bit before. It's 18. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction. But he that... Regardeth reproof shall be honored. Wow, that goes into yesterday, doesn't it? The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to depart from evil. It's an abomination to fools. They think there's something wrong to depart from evil. <laughs> he that walk with the wise men shall be wise. 
but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be prayed, repaid. And a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And it ain't money. It ain't money. Wow. Lauren, your hand's still up. Your hand's still up, Lauren. Did you want to come in? I, I cut you off. No? I got I got I got a thousand more things. But that, I got a Okay, do that real quick. Let's kind of end Keep on moving, this one, Spence. Keep moving. I am. I'm moving. Thanks, Chad. Hey, Spencer, pull up. Um, it says socialism. Pull up socialism. I don't know if you can play that or not, if you can play it. Yeah, play. Listen, listen. Go ahead. Let me tell you a scary story. An economics professor at a local college made a statement that she had never failed a single student before, but had recently failed an entire class. The class had insisted that socialism worked, that no one would be poor and no one would be rich, a great equaliser. The professor then said, OK, we will have an experiment in this class. All grades will be averaged and everyone will receive the same grade. No one will fail, but no one will receive an A either. After the first test, the grades were averaged and everyone got a B. The students who studied hard were upset and the students who studied little were happy. As the second test rolled round, the students who studied little studied even less. And the ones who studied hard decided they wanted a free ride too, so they studied little. The second average test result was a D. No one was happy. When the third test rolled round, the average was an F. As the test proceeded, the scores never improved. As bickering, name-calling and blame all resulted in hard feelings. And no one would study for the benefit of anyone else. To their great surprise, all failed. And the professor told them that socialism would ultimately fail. Because when the reward is great, the effort to succeed is great. But when the government takes away all the reward, no one will try or want to succeed. And that is socialism, my friends. A race to the bottom. Boom. Folks, it's Christianity. That's American Christianity. Amen. A race, to the, a race to the bottom. Nobody will do anything. A very few, few amount of people in the church will. And they'll get criticized by the bunches that won't. And things just continue to get more and more decrepit, more and more diabolical. And uh, it's the end result of it. The American church preaches socialism. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Just come on in here, man. You can be one of us. Just come on in here and sit there on the butt. Oh, by the way, pay a little money. Pay, pay us a little money. But if you pay us a little bit of money, you all your sins will be forgiven, and we'll pray, and you'll be healthy and wealthy and wise, and you won't have to do a damn thing. Come on in here. We'll fill up the church. Hmm? Come on. That's, that's Isaiah 58. Real quick, Spencer, go to finish on Isaiah 56.10. Isaiah 56, Isaiah 56, verse 10. Isaiah 56. His watchmen are blind. Uh, give, me, give me 56 without 10. Give me 56 without 10 and go to 10. <clears throat> there they are. His watchmen are blind. They're all socialists. 
They're all dumb dogs. They cannot bark. They lay down, sleep, love to slumber. His watchmen we're talking about. Leadership. Yeah, they're greedy dogs that can never have enough. And they're shepherds that can't understand. They all look their own way, everyone from his own quarter, his own game. Come on, they say. I'll go get us some wine. We'll get drunk. Tomorrow, you guys keep working hard and giving us money. This day will be even better tomorrow. Go tithe. Keep everything going. I won't say anything to ruffle your feathers. We won't do anything, make anybody feel comfortable. Just come here and eat at the trough of Jesus. See you tomorrow.